The Founding Fathers set a high standard of ideals for the new nation to live up to back in 1776. But from the very beginning, debate about the best way to do that has been an inherent part of the American experiment. Since its founding, the United States has had both high and low moments on its road to ensuring freedom and equality for its citizens. We're going to take a look back on this episode at eight moments in American history when the nation made strides towards ensuring life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all. This is your host of the World Report, AC, and we're going to discuss American independence on this episode after a word from our sponsors. All right, here we go. The first topic we're going to talk about for the great things America has done in our history is the Declaration of Independence. More than a year after fighting broke out between colonial militia and British forces in April of 1775, the Continental Congress in Philadelphia finally decided to declare the independence of the North American colonies. The main goal of the Declaration of Independence adopted on July 4th, 1776 was to present the colonies grievances against Great Britain, but it would be Thomas Jefferson's introductory war words, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that would echo most strongly through generations to come. The next is the Bill of Rights. After several failed attempts at creating a government, a 1787 convention was called to draft a new legal system for the United States. This new constitution provided for increased federal authority while still protecting the basic rights of citizens. In the earliest years of the new nation, many people opposed the constitution because they thought it gave the federal government too much power over its people. As soon as the new U.S. Congress met, it began debating a number of constitutional amendments, the first ten of which were ratified in December 1791 as the Bill of Rights. By guaranteeing certain fundamental rights, including freedom of speech and religion, the right to bear arms, and the right to fair trial against infringement by the federal government, the Bill of Rights greatly expanded the civil liberties of Americans with implications that are still being debated today. Third was the abolish uh, the uh, abolition of slavery. By 1862, President Abraham Lincoln had become convinced that freeing South slaves was critical to the Union's efforts to win the Civil War through the Emancipation Proclamation, which took effect the following year. Applied only to the slaves in the Confederate States, Lincoln made it clear in his historic Gettysburg Address that the Union now fought to provide a new birth of freedom rather than simply bring the South back into the fold. Passage of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution in 1865 abolished the institution of slavery and granted liberty to more than 4 million black men, women, and children formerly held in bondage. Next would be the 19th Amendment. Some 72 years after the National Women's Right Movement launched at Seneca Falls, ratification of the 19th Amendment in 1920 finally gave women the right to vote. Despite setbacks and internal divisions, in the decades after the Civil War, the suffrage movement gained momentum in the early 20th century as protesters were arrested, imprisoned, and in some cases went on hunger strikes for their cause. After Tennessee became the last necessary state to ratify the 19th Amendment in August 1920, women across the country headed to the polls to exercise their long-awaited right to cast their ballots in the presidential election that fall. Next is D-Day. 
People of Western Union, the hour of your liberation is approaching. General Dwight B. Eisenhower, Supreme Can- Commander of the Allied Expeditionary Force, announced in a speech broadcast via radio on June 6, 1944. By the end of that day, some 156,000 American, British, and Canadian forces had landed simultaneously on five beachheads in northern France, beginning the Allied invasion of Western Europe during World War II. As Eisenhower's speech had predicted, the triumph of landing marked the beginning of the end for Adolf Hitler's Nazis force, which would surrender unconditionally less than a year later. Next, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. After years of struggle and setbacks, advocates for equality celebrated passage of sweeping legislation that prohibited racial discrimination. In 1963, a civil rights activist protesting segregation and voting restrictions across the South met with violent opposition and hundreds of thousands of people marched on Washington to demand jobs and freedom. President John F. Kennedy introduced the first major civil rights legislation since Reconstruction. After JFK's assassination that November, his successor, Lyndon B. Johnson, took up the cause. Doggedly pushing the bill through stiff Democratic opposition in Congress, on June 2, 1964, Johnson signed into law the Civil Rights Act, which ended the segregation of public and many private facilities and outlawed discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national, national origin. And we wanted to talk about this on this episode today of the War on Report to point out the things that this country has done, and not just the ones that were mentioned of so far Many listeners know the great things the United States has done around the world to help provide freedom to millions of people that were held in bondage by extreme dictators or even through national, uh, natural disasters where we had to intervene to help, such as in Haiti and Japan. All these people around the world have seen the greatness of America as we have gone across this great land and done the things that we have done, which was set long ago in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was written. We wanted to recognize these things on this special episode of the War on Report to remind everybody why we push for the cause we do, which is to stand for freedom and not to let it fall. Without doubt, the greatest threat to American freedom is socialism. And we've seen that rise up in our political party, the Democrat Party, through their progressive socialist group. Now, then, more now than ever, we need to make sure we stand up and that we're ready and that we're paying attention to what's going on and that we're aware of the things that are being said by this party in America that is on the side of taking freedom, not granting them. And we need to be ready to take action by going and voting. That voting is soon coming up. And we need to remember on this Independence Day that we have to make sure that we stand up for the great freedoms that were given to us in the past by the Declaration of Independence and the founding fathers of this country, by all the men and women who have sacrificed their lives and their time being in their their military services the politicians that have done the right thing while they were in office as well. We hold the torch that's been passed to us in this generation to make sure we stand up and put down this movement by socialist 
progressive Democrats. More now than ever, it's important that we stand up and do the right thing. So as we celebrate this great day with the 4th of July in America, as we celebrate our Independence Day, let's start getting prepared from now until our run up until November of the midterm 2022 elections so we can vote these socialist progressive Democrats out of power. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.